Hello and welcome to this week's Hong Kong Heritage. Later in the programme, I join Sikh temple volunteer Gurdev Singh at a sports day in Happy Valley. He tells me the historic Khalsa Diwan Sikh temple is being demolished and a new one being built. But first, I head to Gaylord Indian Restaurant, an institution in Hong Kong since 1972. The restaurant was opened in Wyndham Street in Central by businessman O.P. Seth. Later, it was bought by the Harilela Group, where the bubbly and gregarious Rajiv Basin came to work in 1991. He would later take over the restaurant as managing director of the Mayfair Group. Rajiv is passionate about food and seasons and ingredients and the guests who've been coming for decades. Rajiv is joined by General Manager of Operations Bharat Devgan and musician Mushtaq Hassan. Recently from Delhi? Yeah, I'm from Delhi. And what kind of music do you play? Uh, I'm playing uh, Indian Bollywood songs, like uh, all Sufi songs, uh, Bollywood songs, Hindi, all songs. So before you came to Hong Kong, were you also performing in Delhi? Actually, I'm, I belong to most famous Indian classical music family, which is Rampur Seswan Gharana. So I'm uh, learning uh, from childhood. So, music in my blood. If you're from one of the most famous yeah. classical families, do they mind that you play Bollywood songs? Yeah, I'll play Bollywood songs. <laughs> it's depend on me. When you're here in Gaylord, what sort of music do people request? Uh, people request Bollywood songs only. Only? Yeah. <laughs> Old songs, new songs, Sufi, everything. What's Sufi? It's a kind of music which is more on the religious side. It's like for praying, but now it's coming to Bollywood stream, so taking on the same terms. Uh, the music is very soothing and people like it a lot. It's in the fashion right now. Uh, religion means uh, they take it into like love for love. So love is like religion, so they are mostly love songs or religious songs. But all are very soothing, very nice melodies. And uh, tell me, with the Bollywood songs, are they all about love? Friendship. A lot of songs are on like love for parents, girlfriend obviously is. Uh, a lot of uh, dance numbers, Punjabi songs, uh, a lot of variety is. When you're playing in here, sometimes people are listening yeah. and sometimes people are eating. <laughs> is it quite difficult being a musician when everybody's eating and talking rather than listening direct to you? He is actually very good in interacting with the people. So when people are sitting, he actually sees they are from which part of India, and he actually asks them if they want to request some songs. And somehow he, he attracts their attra attention, and uh, he earns some good tips also. <laughs> <laughs> and when you were growing up, and you said, was your did you always want to play the piano, or did you learn other traditional Indian instruments? Uh, I can play uh, everything, like uh, piano and apna, I can singing, tabla and uh, one more instrument, it's uh, called uh, octopad, you know, octopad. Can you describe it to me? Uh, octopad is uh, 
like drums, drums modified, octopied. Okay. So, so you are a one-man band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bharat Devgan and I've been working in this restaurant since last 10 years. I'm basically from Punjab but never lived there. So my, my father is an engineer. He keeps on shifting every four years. He makes dams. So right now they are in Punjab. So at the moment I go so to Punjab. He's a dam, dam engineer? Yes. Dam. And how did you start? Did you become a chef? Or? No, I started with services. I worked with the Sheraton in Delhi for around nine years. And then I came to Hong Kong. So this is actually my second job, 20 years of experience, but only two companies. <laughs> I'm Raji, Raji Basin. I've been in Hong Kong almost 30 years. My first job was Gaylord. I came as a manager here and God has blessed me to own this restaurant today with my partners. Been here, seen the ups and downs, best of Hong Kong, the buzzing Hong Kong during the British Raj. You know, served some great personalities from Chris Patton to a lot of Bollywood stars, the Shah Rukh Khan and then the King of Bollywood and then the God of Cricket, uh, Sachin Tundulkar. I think you need to get your photo out at this point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you've actually met him? Yes, I actually met him. And, 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 and so as I was his, telling you... Say his you, name again. Say his uh, the God name. of Cricket, uh, <laughs> Sachin Tundulkar. And he, he was here back in 95 and playing for representing India at the Hong Kong Sixes here. 95 or 96, I've forgotten maybe the year, I think 95 and, and, and the whole team was invited to our restaurant and, and, and he was among them and I, I still cherish and, 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 and you know, adore that picture of, of with the person who would become God of Cricket 20 years later, you know, which is amazing. And I have a hat from him which is signed. And I still have it with me and, and uh, among Vivian Richard. That is my second Vivian who I met in Shanghai. Ne next one? Uh, Viv, Viv Richard. Vivian ah, Richard. Okay. Sir Vivian Richard. Yeah, yeah. He was, he's been given Sir uh, titles by the, the Queen and, and so a lot of other people. But I think it's not about only these big stars and everybody else. It's just I want to let you know. But then I met people here who've been coming here when they were 10 years old to being father to grown-up kids, married kids. I've seen three, four generations of people coming here, which is amazing. We have a group of Indian couples who've been coming here since 1972 we opened. They still come every Saturday, almost two to three Saturdays a month. Six couples and have dinner with us. It's amazing. They are all grandfathers, I think great-grandfathers maybe. Mr. Ram Balani, one of them. His son, his son's son. I think he's, yeah, three generations. So, so many people, the ladies who I came and they were coming here for kiddie parties when they were... So, is this, is this longevity due to your food? I, I think it's, it's the heritage. This restaurant has been blessed. Uh, it was owned by the richest Indian family in Hong Kong, Hari Leelas. They owned this uh, restaurant back in the days and, and, and it was opened by an Indian gentleman, Mr. Seth, Mr. Ropi Seth, who then sold it to Mr. Uh, Hari Leela, Hari Leela family. So then, Harry, the late Harry Harry Alayla. Yes, Dr. Harry Harry owned this restaurant, the whole family, from 78 until 2006, 2007, and I worked for them. My first job was working for Harry Leela's. And I'm blessed. They, they blessed me to have this restaurant uh, now, and, and, and they're too busy running hotels. And where does the name Gaylord come from? Gaylord is actually part of the restaurant chain originated from India in Mumbai and Delhi. In the olden times, game meant happy. And I think it still does. But a lot of people see it differently. So it's a happy God, Gaylord, you know. So that is the combination in the olden time. And they said, oh, this restaurant will always do well because God is always happy in this restaurant. 
And if you see Hari Leela's and all their businesses, any businesses of Hari Leela's you go, you will see a statue of Lord Shiva. You will see it in holiday in Golden Mile at the lobby. You will see it in holiday in Singapore, Bangkok, London, every business of theirs. And we have it here because during that time when it was on, they had put the Shiva and we kept it and with their blessings and, and it is still there right at the entrance. So Shiva sees everybody coming into our restaurant, blesses them and the customer blesses us, you know, and, and it's so amazing. So, so you've been with the restaurant for 30 years. I've been here, I came in 91 and then at that time we also used to own another restaurant called Viceroy of India, which is in Sanunkai Center. It is now named uh, Tamarind which is also owned by me and my, my group of shareholders. And what's the secret to running a successful restaurant? I think it's the guest who make us. But what I learned in terms of food, keep it very simple, keep it very authentic, and don't try to play around with your food too much. You can always improve your presentation and make it look good and then work on the portion sizes and make, give some tapas style, smaller portions to people that can uh, enjoy more varieties, which is the new norm. They don't want to have big old... Uh, uh, portions like the olden times you know American sizes all you can eat and stuff like that uh, the all you can eat in today's time doesn't mean you eat a lot of food it means you have a variety of food to choose from so you have a wider palate to choose from so if you don't like a spicy fish you can have a non-spicy chicken or, or or you don't like curry you have a barbecue you don't like you like more fried or salad you eat that so you have a variety of cheese but in the olden times when i came it meant buffet let's go on a saturday afternoon lots of beer and lots of food you know but today people are getting health conscious you know the the awareness of eating healthy is there i think indian cuisine is the only cuisine i would say maybe a middle eastern where the bread is cooked onto the order if you go to an Italian restaurant and you ask for a panini or a ciabatta, it is cooked a day before or in the morning. You can't cook a ciabatta a la minute in less than a minute and give it on the table. But we can cook a naan only after you order. In front of you, it'll take like 20 seconds, you know, on the charcoal oven, which is the beauty of this cuisine. You have a bread freshly baked for you. This is the beauty of our Indian cuisine. The barbecue is char-grilled. But like un unlike the uh, Western barbecue on on even a charcoal or a or a or an electric grill, it takes a little bit more time. But the flavor which you can get from a charcoal is amazing from Wait, the tandoor, from yes. the clay oven. So what what is it? What does it sort of do to the meat? It gives you that smoky flavor, the real smoky flavor. Nowadays, people add that smoke a sense into the meat when they marinate, <laughs> and it smells smoky. But it is do? not smoky. Oh, okay. But uh, I mean, uh, you know, in, in uh, other other cuisines, but Indian food, we have to do nothing. You know, uh, our charcoal takes care of everything, and the clay. That's where the smell comes from. Where that's where when you eat the bread. You know, it's the smell. It's amazing. You will not get that smell even in a bakery you go because they are cooking a processed food. They're adding emulsifiers and sugar and stuff like that. We we add a little bit yeast for our bread to ferment our bread, but our yeast is only yogurt, simple yogurt. We don't eat any chemical or any yeast from the market. We have no nothing to add. It's just simple flour, water, and that's it. You know, so so that's the beauty of the cuisine. So with you, have you always been in hospitality or you, I mean, you've obviously got great knowledge of, of the food, you, you're heading oh, up a restaurant. Always been. I, I love to eat. <laughs> I, I don't live, you know, what do you say, eat to live. I, you know, live, live to, to eat. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, it's been 36 years in this industry. I worked for 10 years back in Delhi in the Taj, the famous Taj Hotel. 
and and, uh, and who was that run by? It's own uh, it's own and managed by the multinational Tata Group, uh, which is the most prestigious luxury hotel in in India. Um, I'm blessed to be working with them for ten years. That's where I learned the trick of the trades, the 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 hospitality business. When I was seventeen year old, I joined them back in 1982, and nine years later, I was in Hong Kong. Where did you actually come from in India? Uh, Delhi. Right. I'm from the capital, right. Delhi, born, bred, bottled there. <laughs> I've seen um, Delhi is beautiful. Delhi has been ruled over by by uh, different, you know, from British to Mughals to uh, I think Portuguese for a little while or some other people before. And and uh, it has its own culture. You know, you find all kind of cuisines and food. Uh, it's amazing city. It's it's a foodies foodies capital, I would say, and and uh, and Delhi because it's a capital. Uh, you know, you can get all regional cuisines, authentic regional cuisines in Delhi, and and it's amazing. And then we get to see all the four weathers. So you know, the food plays a major role where in the in the places where you live, where you get to see the summer, the winter, the monsoon, the spring, the autumn. So when you grow up in that. Thing, then you have delicacy. Your mom is cooking summer specials and the autumn specials, and the restaurants are making all those things with, with which enhance the flavor of the particular food for the particular season. So, so what's the sm- summer special then? Oh, the drink that is what it is. So the red is classic. But lot of roast, lot of biryanis. You know, for the summers, grill, barbecued mangoes. We grill. You know, which is not available in a restaurant. We roast the mangoes like corn on the cob. We also roast the mangoes and eat as a salad. It's Savory. called the chart. It's okay. called the chart. And so what you put it's on called it? a fruit chart. So you take a mangoes or you take the seasonal fruits. You cut them. You put them on a griddle. You roast them with potatoes or the sweet potatoes and pineapple and mango. Mango is India's national food. The Alfonso. The, we have like 200 varieties. So the most famous, I'm I'm from Delhi. Delhi is more another type of mango called the Sariam, and we call it a milkshake mango. What you do is a soft green mango, but inside is very sweet, and you just put it in the ice water, take it out, just squeeze it, and cut the top and just drink it. <laughs> we call it the milkshake mango. It's amazing mango. I got to send you a few of them. It it only comes later in the season, in end of May or June. Because it comes from the north, from the western is Alfonso, which is what we are promoting now, and and so Gaylord's food is actually seasonal. I mean, uh, in terms of uh, no Gaylord in, in overseas the restaurant we do some seasonal menus, yeah. but our main menu always remains the signature items, the the samosas, the chicken tandoori, the lamb kebabs, you know, all time favorite, the barbecue prawns, uh, the spinach and cheese, potato, cauliflower, aloo gobi. The, the the butter chicken, chicken tikka masala. That's very British, I think. <laughs> then Indian chicken tikka masala. In fact, it's so funny. Somebody was telling me they have a chicken vindaloo, which is a very famous Indian dish, right? Lamb or chicken vindaloo. So, so in it's UK, very hot, isn't it? It's very hot. So I met a Brit and he says, Rajiv, in London we have tindaloo. I said, what the hell is tindaloo? I've never heard of tindaloo. Spicier than vindaloo. <laughs> when we had too much to drink, then our chefs in the Indian restaurant make tindaloo. So we can come back to our senses. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so you know, you you learn so many things from various people. So people do their own adaptation. You know, they say, "Oh, on a Sunday, whatever the leftover roast becomes a curry the next day for us." But you know, so it's 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 uh, amazing how you mix and match the things and then then eat it with your style. For a restaurant, 
I believe when people go and eat out, they are looking for the fancy food. Yeah. And I remember there was a restaurant which opened a long time back. I don't want to name it, but it was actually, I can name it. It was owned by the Hari Leelas, a restaurant called Avenue in, 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 in Holiday Inn. They had a very famous chef from London, a Michelin chef who came and opened a top-notch restaurant in, in um, uh, Holiday Inn Golden Mile. But it was too early for the time. You know, it opened back in 95. People were not ready for it. It is equivalent to Nobu and Zuma and Seva in today's time. Beautiful food. But I love one tagline of this. It says, you want home food, you stay at home. We serve modern European. And same thing here, you know. So you want home food? You want home food, stay at home. We serve modern European. That was their tagline. And I always believed in it. Why people come and eat here? Why an Indian person will come and eat in my restaurant when they have a maid who cooks them Indian food, their wives who cook them Indian food every day? Because they cannot get a tandoori chicken at home. They cannot get the saag paneer at home. It's a tedious to make. They cannot get at least 50% of the signature added on the butter chicken. You have to roast the chicken first. You need a charcoal oven. None of the home in Hong Kong will have a charcoal oven, for God's sake. So they can't have a naan at home. All those food, you got to go to a restaurant to, to feel special and eat that special food. So what but, would you say with Gaylord? What, what are you offering? Is it an Indian experience or is it... I feel when you... I've been coming here last 30 years. I think the first thing when I enter here, I feel that you're coming to your own living room. You mentioned that obviously the Haralelas were... The this was Haralelas canteen. Yeah. Dr. Harry will be here twice a week eating because their office is next door. Their office is in Colin Centre. So they moved the hotel, uh, restaurant here. So, so back does, in the does, days. Does Gary still come? Yeah, Mr. Gary, I worked for him. It was owned by Raju, his son. Took over from the family. Family said, okay, because he did hotel management from Cornell. And he came and he said he wanted to do the restaurant business. So they said, okay, why don't you take over uh, to restaurant of the family, which is Gaylord and the Viceroy of India. So Raju took it over and then we expanded. We opened 12 restaurants. We opened three restaurants in Stanley by the name Bayside Brasserie. We opened Saigon at Stanley. We opened Sukhothai. You know, so we and then we opened Milano in Sanukai Center. So yeah, we we grew up with the time. But then the whole family used to come and eat here. You know, this was their lunch time. You know, two days a week, three days a week. You know, Doctor Harry Harry Leela, Mr. Bob Harry Leela, Mr. Gary Harry Leela. They're all here. They they come in for a quick lunch. Or so who would you say? I mean, obviously, you know, the Haralelas are sort of Indian royalty yes, in Hong Kong, really. Um, who would you say are the other kind of key families in Hong Kong? Oh, Sam Taylor brings us a lot of people. Manu Melwani, who stitches for the royalty. He's brought this pattern here to eat with us, which was amazing and very honorable for us. And and and, uh, and although he was a very simple man, and he told me, Rajiv, don't block any tables, serve everybody. I don't want any security around me. Don't worry about me. I'll just have my chilled beer. He had like three fucking fishes and he had his kebabs and samosa. And he ate like a, you know, what can I say? And and he like, ate like a real bread eating Indian meal, you know. So, 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 you know, it's so funny. We always talk, you know, we as Indians will eat maybe a, a small appetizer and then we have one curry and a rice we have done. But when a Brit comes, he will have his samosa, he will have his kebab, he will have his curry, he will have his rice or a garlic naan and he will have his raita he will have his you know beer to start with and a gin tonics he will have this whole nine yard you know so he enjoys every part of the meal you know we will go and we'll say okay let's have a curry today or let's have this today but then a British eating the Indian meal is different for them it's a ritual you know they, they love it 
they love it. So touch wood, we have in business in for 46 years. Uh, landlord has been very kind. We are in the same location for 30 years. On top of that, the where were you before in Central or somewhere? Oh, the first Gaylord was in Windham Street back in 1972, and I believe in 75 they moved to Chatham Road, and then for a short while in Hart Avenue, and then moved here in 1989. So it is here since 1989, almost 30 years. This is a legendary, I think I learned so much. I'm so blessed to be part of a restaurant like Gaylord, 46 years. Oh my God, it's unbelievable. I'm, I'm so, so, so blessed. I'm so, so blessed, really. My thanks to Rajiv Basin, Bharat Devgan and Mushtaq Hassan at Gaylord Indian Restaurant in Chimsa Choi. Just over a month ago, I headed to Happy Valley on a sunny day to join members of the Sikh community for a festive day of hockey matches. Among the volunteers was Gurdev Singh. Hello, my name is Gurdev Singh. I'm in Hong Kong for 45 years. I was working in the Hong Kong government and I just retired two years ago. So I'm now doing the voluntary work for the Sikh temple in Hong Kong. And so this event today, what, what's the name of it here in Happy Valley? Uh, actually, this is a Visaki Sports Day. Visaki is the second month of the Indian calendar. So during this month, Sikhism was baptized so in 1699, our 10th Guru, Guru Govind Singh, he baptized the Sikhs. So on that day, we, every year we celebrate this day. So in Hong Kong, we hold the Vasaki Sports Day. And that's one of several events, isn't it? Yeah, it's a several events. Today is the Sports Day. Yesterday we took the, our holy book to Chiang Kuan No, and there was a celebration. There was over a thousand people attended that ceremony. Why Chiang Kuan No? Uh, normally on uh, different festivals, so the people they are living far away from the temple. Some are living in Tung Chong and some are living in Chiang Kuan or other new territories. So it's on a rotation. Uh, sometimes we go to Tung Chong, sometimes we go to Lai Chi Kok, and sometimes we go to Chiang Kuan So whenever they invite us, we go there. And today, I mean, you couldn't be blessed with better weather here at Happy Valley. I mean, everybody's, as long as uh, everybody watches it with the suntan lotion, we've got about 27 degrees Celsius here, and lovely sunshine. And we've got uh, some of the boys out uh, practicing, and you have plenty of girls along also for the sports. Yeah, so the weather is a bit hot today, so it's a bit sunny. <laughs> But it's lovely, it's not raining. <laughs> so for the sports day, it's okay. The people can have a lot of sweat here. So I hope they will enjoy the sports day today. What kind of sports throughout the day? Uh, today we'll have a hockey, football, with a tug of war, short put, and there will be races for the, for the three years to 60 years old. So the races will be a five-year group. For example, there was races from three to five years, and then the five to eight, then eight to 12. So we make different groups. And we will also have the couple three-leg races. So there's other musical chair. There's a Three-legged races? Yeah. <laughs> so we invite the couples to have a three-leg race. So we also have a musical chair, and there will be a, a lot of uh, re uh, games for the, everyone to participate. What will you be taking part in? Uh, actually, I'm organizing the, this event. I, maybe I won't get any time. Before, I used to play hockey, but uh, now, today, I won't play. So you're organizing the day? Uh, yeah, today I will be the main organizer here because uh, most of our committee members, uh, they are busy in the temple for the religious ceremonies. So I'm here today to organize this sports day. So what's going on at the Sikh temple at the same time? Actually, at, uh, in the Sikh temple, we are also holding the Baptist ceremony as well. 
we invited the five high priests from India. So every year in Hong Kong, we also have a baptism ceremony. It's a once a year. So today there's a, there'll be a ceremony in the Sikh temple and then uh, there will, some people will be baptized there. Oh, so some people who are, what, young or...? Uh, they are from different age groups. Uh, I learned that the youngest is about 14 years and maybe there are some senior citizens there as well. Oh, I see. So it doesn't work like um, being brought up. I was brought up Church of England and you baptise when you're a baby. So is it a, is it a different form of baptism? Uh, actually, normally in Sikhism, when a baby is born, we take him to the Sikh, uh, t- take him to the temple. <clears throat> so the priest there, he will make a holy water and give him a few drops of that water. So uh, actually, it's an initial baptism. So when he grow up, uh, maybe about uh, over ten years, then he have a choice. So normally, we want uh, they maybe uh, fourteen years. Uh, there's no age limit. At any age, people can be baptized. But of course, they must be willing to baptize themselves. So, um, are you born into Sikhism or you can become a Sikh? Uh, actually, uh, myself, I was born into a Sikhism. But if someone from the other regions, he wants to join the Sikhism, he must have to be baptized. Interesting. So you're here at the sports. Meanwhile, at the Sikh temple there, uh, just up the road, actually, in Queen's Road East, um, you've also got these uh, religious ceremonies going on with these five priests who've come from India. So from Punjab. Yeah, they are all from Punjab. Yeah. Yeah, It's a very special time. Yeah. So actually, at the same time, we are going to redevelop our temple. So these five priests, they especially came to Hong Kong to have the final prayer in the old temple. So in the coming few, uh, maybe two years, we are going to redevelop the whole temple. Redevelop it? So what, take it down or? Yeah, there's uh, the building is there. We found some cracks in the building. So now there's a cracks and uh, we found that it's unsafe to continue to use. So we are going to demolish this building and make a new temple, four-story temple here. So these five priests, they are here also for the same ceremony, for the demolition ceremony and for the uh, uh, stone-laying ceremony as well. Oh, I mean, in a way that's good, you know, it's modernization, you'll have more space. But if you've got a, a, a building that's, what, 117 years old, but, but you're saying it's, it, you can't keep it in any way, you can't restore it? Actually, we tried our best to keep it. So we did the grouting work. We have the engineers who tried their best to save the building. But unluckily, so we have to tear it down because the building is uh, very unsafe. So there's a, it's a peeling off, there's a cracks in the foundation, and we don't have any proper records because it's very old. We don't have the records for the foundation for it. Were you born and grew up in Hong Kong or you came from the Punjab? Uh, I came from Punjab. I was only 12 years old. So I uh, did my primary schooling in India in Punjab and did my secondary school in Hong Kong and then joined the Hong Kong government and worked here for 35 years. Is there a real, in, in Sikhism, is there a real emphasis on sport and looking after your body? Because there seems, you know, a lot of people involved in sport. Yeah, actually the Sikhism, the, our gurus, they teach us to wake up early in the morning, take a shower, do meditation to the, uh, to the God and do the hard work as well. So at the same time, we also emphasize on the sports as well. So to keep the body healthy and to keep the mind fresh. So if your mind is fresh, you can meditate to the God better than uh, if you don't do any sports.
Now, there was a gentleman I was just talking to earlier, and he seems to have been... Uh, and he's, I noticed that all the players are coming in and they're paying him their respects. Um, and he's uh, a national player before, or...? Uh, actually, the Sac Temple is also running an academy for the hockey. So he's uh, training the kids for the over 20 years. Can Dif you give his name again? Uh, his name is Cable Singh. Before he used to play for the Hong Kong team. So for the last uh, couple of years, uh, he's giving the free training to the youngsters. So these kids, uh, most of them, they learn hockey from him. That's why they, whenever they come and they respect him. Yes. So he was in part of the national team and also played in the Asian Cup or the Asian Games? Uh, I think he played in the early 90s. From uh, 83, 84, those years, he played for the Hong Kong team. My thanks to Gerdev Singh. Thanks for listening and join me next week on Hong Kong Heritage. Yeah.